want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. I'm going to slap you with a fact. All right. Did you know that on this day in 1869, William F. Semple patented chewing gum? <laughs> nope. <laughs> and we've said the word patent uh-huh. so much that it doesn't even feel like a word anymore. No, it sounds wrong no matter how we yeah. say it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so something else... Uh, on this day in history okay. that's pretty interesting. On this day in 1981, the first American, in quotes, test tube baby oh, is born. That's the year you were born. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um, it said it says, on December 28th, 1981, the first American test tube baby, a child born as a result of in vitro fertilization, is born in Virginia. Hmm. Considered a miracle at the time, births like that of Elizabeth Jordan Carr are now common. So I'm assuming Elizabeth was the uh-huh. name of... Uh-huh. Your, your name, your yeah. previous name. <laughs> Got ya. <laughs> Pretty interesting. And actually, it says here, doctors carried out the first successful in vitro fertilization of a rabbit in 1959. Mm-hmm. And the first test tube baby was born in England in 1978. Hmm. All right, let's uh, append to this, but we're going to shift into, uh, I found something on the most popular Christmas present toys for each year. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm not going to read all of them, but. um, Thank you. And <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting. The year I was born, um, uh, the card game Uno was the most popular toy for kids, I guess. That's weird. Yeah. How about the year I was born? Very weird. For some reason, the year you were born was the Lego train. The Not Legos. Like, specifically the Lego train? That's what it says. Oh, okay. It was... First introduced in 1966, um, but yeah, somehow it it was the highlight of 1981, besides your test tube birth. <laughs> That's weird. I remember, um, well, yeah, never mind. I won't bore you. Go through your list. <laughs> I, I'm not going to really go through much of it, but I wanted to mention that Nintendo shows up on there more than anything else. In okay. its various forms. Yeah. And um, this one is hilarious to me. It's the Pet Rock. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy was brilliant. The, so in 1975, the Pet Rock was the most popular uh, popular toy for toy. For, it says <laughs> toy. For, it, it only, the craze only lasted for six months. But they were sold, these painted rocks in a box were sold for four bucks each and by the time the craze was over the 
creator uh, had sold 1.5 million of them and was a millionaire himself over this ridiculous bullshit selling rocks. Yeah. Well, you have to... It's kind of genius. It is. Looking at it from his perspective... It's totally genius. Like, it's a rock that you paint. Yeah. Like, it doesn't get any cheaper than that. Yeah. And then on the parent side of it, it's like, oh, you little brat, you want a pet? Yeah. Here's a rock. <laughs> that I think that like exemplifies the power of marketing. Totally. The people fucking... And you know, that four-year-old has a pet rock, so the four-year-old standing yeah. next to him also wants yeah. a pet rock. And you can't just pick a rock out of your fucking yard and paint it. It has to be a store-bought special rock. No, it has to be a rock. pet rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just a fucking rock in the yard. Yeah. It's not a pet rock. <laughs> It has to come in a box. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Could you imagine a kid today getting a rock for... (laughs) (laughs) That would be really funny. For Christmas. That would. (laughs) So King Diamond has told us, there will be no presents. Not this Christmas. (laughs) But Joe, Scott, Gus, and Rob have other plans. They're here with a gift. Is it frankincense? No. Is it myrrh? No. It's a brand new song after 10 years. What's it called? World War V. That's right. And then after that, we're going to hear one of our local favorites, Gutted Alive, with... Force-fed acid. Ooh, yeah, Elizabeth.
Remember when we used to go to shows? Vaguely, it's been a while. When you watched bands, did you ever wonder what folks were like at home? I mean... No, like what they're really like, uh, according to the ones closest to them. Hmm. Like, do you ever wonder if they put the toilet seat down? Um... Or if they ever have a chance at being right? Hmm. Or even if they care about being right? Or what kind of weird habits they have that we would never know about? Did you ever wonder if your favorite heavy metal star is a significant other or an insignificant other? Huh, actually I have. Well, you're in luck. We decided to explore uncharted territory, the love lives of rockers we come to admire through music. We are going where no man or ma'am has dared to go. The The No Zone Lair. So kicking off this tour de force, we have one of our favorite people ever. Chris Natalini of Blood Feast, Seeds of Perdition, Brothers Grimm, Cosmic Voice. And his better half, Sherry. Hey, guys. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing awesome. What's nice. going on? Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, okay. So let's start, before we get into the fun, let's start okay. with a little bit of background for everybody. We know your story through Facebook and listening to you guys on Brothers Grimm, but how did you guys meet? Well, you know, uh, we met, (laughs) we met, we're laughing because it's a crazy story, but we met, we technically, we met through my current slash former bass player, Seeds of Perdition, Steve. Um, He knew Sherry and her ex, who was a guitar player for another band. And um, we just kind of met through the scene, and we got friendly. And then I think you know it's funny because we, I, I always tell her the one thing that changed our, I don't even want to say friendship because we just met and said hi, like we really didn't, you know, we just, and I knew her ex through the scene. We weren't, we weren't, I wouldn't say we were friends, but we knew each other. We would say hello, and then uh, I, I would, and I always tell people. We, we being Seeds of Perdition, we had the opportunity to play the Trocadero opening for All the Remains a number of years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, her and her ex came to see us. And I remember, I could close my eyes and remember being on stage looking down and seeing them, the two of them. And I remember her smile. And that's when I was, that's when it just, be some, something in her smile, when she smiled at me, just... I, I took my breath away, Aww. and um, and it just it just changed my uh, I guess it changed our lives really because um, I was four months from getting married. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah, yeah. Literally, I was four months from getting married, and I was. Uh, and when I met Sherry, um, we we were talking after the show, and her and I just hit it off. We just, there was just this connection that we had. And it wasn't us talking alone. It was, um, I was standing like with my ex because we were saying hi and his fiance was with him. So we were just like talking. It was the first him and I had really talked, talked yeah, like other, yeah. like you said, than a hi yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. And then um, we just kind of kept in contact and, you know, as adults do, things kind of. You know, we did some things we were not necessarily proud of, but we're, you know, now that we look back and we're kind of glad we did because we really just kind of took life by the horns and said we were both, even though I was months for getting married, you know, we were both in not the best of situations. And I'm not saying my ex was this horrible person, but she just wasn't 
we probably would have been divorced to be honest yeah. you know she just wasn't i don't want to say she wasn't supportive but when my friends met her they were kind of like oh he really does have a girlfriend because she was kind of never around and mm -hmm. um so sherry and i just decided that we were just life was too short and we were just gonna you know try it and the worst thing that could happen was it didn't work out and uh so i called off the wedding and she you know she put the final nail in the coffin with her ex and uh we continued our life together, and here we are seven years later, engaged and now married. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. So that first night you guys talked, Sherry, did um, did Chris have any holes in his shirt? <laughs> <laughs> there was a big stain. It was driving me nuts. <laughs> Just oh, my kidding. God. That was so funny. Oh, my God. I saw that when I was down there with Bert. I turned to Bert. I was like, fucking hole in his shirt. <laughs> Kim, I'm devastated. You guys have no idea. Devastating. <laughs> I'm trying to get pictures of it. <laughs> I should know better, Robert. Did you see the little he put on um, his face? Oh no, he put F six. F six, yeah. Yeah, he put F six face. Because <laughs> that wasn't there that night. He's yeah. like, here, I'll put him in his mouth. <laughs> My friend, this is what I deal with. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay, so fast forward seven ish years, and you guys decide to like run away elope and not tell a single soul <laughs> pretty much yeah pretty much we had um you know because like my birth my i had a big birthday coming up uh this past november and i our uh, the original plan was we we're going to go to disneyland we we're going to spend the week out there and we we're going to catch up with our cousin courtney who plays for the iron maidens and we we're going to you know see um Highwood Boulevard and, you know, all those places and do the touristy thing. And my, I did have a plan that I was going to ask her to marry me out in California. Okay. So, of course, you know, the world goes to shit come February or March, but I still kind of held out, you know, thinking that, you know, of course, by October that we'd be past this. And as we know now, being in December, that, uh, you know, we didn't get through it. So uh, I guess it was around late summer. Uh, Sherry had said, "Hey, why don't we do why don't we do something different for your birthday since we can't go to California because Disneyland was and still is closed? Um, why don't we go to Salem, Massachusetts? Because we're both into you know horror and October and Halloween and all that." And and I was kind of like me being the brat I was. I was like, "No, I don't care. I'm not going to Salem. I can't go to Disney. I'm not going anywhere." It is brutal. Who are you? So I looked into it. And, um, or she sent me a link and I'm like, all right, I'll look into it. So as I was looking into it, I came across this place, this, uh, monster museum called Count Orlocks. And in that I saw that a couple had gotten married there and I'm like, wow, that is a really, really cool thing. So I guess, uh, I contacted, uh, Jason who owns Count Orlocks and he said, yeah, you could, you know, you could totally get married here. That's fine. I'll send you all the information. So then Sherry and I were at a, um, in September, we went to a, a horror, horror movie convention in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and we were standing in line meeting one of the uh, stars. <laughs> and I just randomly said, so I was thinking about me, what do you think about maybe getting married in Salem when we go away? And she kind of looked at me and she was like, what are you talking about? And I told her the story I just told you about Count Orlocks and... I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know if she believed me or, or <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Did, I, was, I was. I think more shocked. Like, what the hell did you do this? Like, what? What? Like, I don't know. It was, it was just weird. 
Yeah. And I think I, I... I didn't expect to see an email standing in line to harm any convention. It's <laughs> really weird. <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm not really sure. I don't know the reason why I told her something. Just I don't know. Maybe I just kind of wanted her to know in case we did have to do some planning. I wanted her to be involved if this was actually going to happen. It was cool. It was really cool. So we got home, and she started. Uh, we started talking more deeply into it, and come to find out that the the gentleman who owns Count Orlocks isn't a. He is not an ordained minister. He can't legally marry people. He can perform ceremonies, but he can't legally marry. So we would have to hire a you know a minister, ordained minister, somebody to marry us. Mm. So she got online and she started googling uh, you know ordained ministers in South Massachusetts, and we found. Who married our? Who eventually married us? His name is Bora the Witch, or his name is Bora Brewington Snaggletooth the Thirteenth. <laughs> and uh, you know he performs a lot of ceremonies there. So we hooked up with him and we zoomed him one night, and he was super cool. He's in the medical field, and he is a, 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 just a, a gentleman. He was just he's just a sweetheart of a guy. And um, while we're told, while we're zooming him, he is in his living room, and there's like blinking green and orange Halloween lights behind him. And I, we were talking to him, and I, he wanted to do it outside. He wanted to do it at the uh, at the Hocus Pocus Mansion um, from the movie, mm-hmm. and in the garden. And I said, "Well, listen, let me ask you just a quick question. What happens if it rains?" And he literally said, "Well, if it rains, I live ten minutes away. We could do it in my in my house." And right there, I looked at Sherry and was like, you know what? This is the guy that's going to marry us. Like, for him to bring in two total strangers, you're willing to bring into your home to marry us. There was just something about that that I was really um, attracted to. And I said, this is the guy that's going to marry us. And as time went on, as we got more friendlier with him, he was like, hey, listen, uh, you know, I have these other friends that are actors. Do you want other people? And I was like, yes, I want Jason as my best man. And she was like, I want Uncle Fester to walk me down the aisle. (laughs) And then that turned into that. And then in that, we also kept in touch with Count Orlocks. Um, so we decided that we were going to do two weddings. We were going to do a wedding in the gardens of Ro- um, uh, Rosemary? Um, Ropes. Ropes, uh, Ropes Mansion uh, in Salem. And then we would do a 10 o'clock wedding at night in Count Orlocks. It would just be Sherry and I, the photographer that we had hired, and Jason, the owner. Um after close, he would close it down, and we would get married amongst all the uh, all the monsters, the wax figures. And um, so, once we had all that lined up, I said, "You know, I can't not like I I want her to have an engagement ring." So I went out and I got her engagement ring right before a, a week before we were supposed to go to Salem and get married. And we went to Bates Motel, which is like a horror hayride here in the, in our town. And I contacted them and I said, "Hey, listen, I, you know, I'm going to ask my." Soon to be fiance, uh, you know, to marry me while we take these pictures. You know, they have like a little booth set up to take pictures, and they were more than accommodating. They were like, "Okay, listen." They, they gave me like a code phrase, and they're like, "Shannon, the the photographer, she's going to be taking your picture. Make sure when you see her, you give her the phrase so she know what you guys." And uh, so when we got there, I I had the ring in my pocket, and while Sherry was taking her mask off and putting her stuff down, I said to the young lady working the um, uh, camera. I said, is your name Shannon? She said, yes, it is. I said, oh, awesome. I said, by the way, we would like to take these. Can we take our, can we take these haunt house photos with our masks off? And the haunt house was the phrase that she knew it was us. And she was like, yes, yes, yes. And so she was taking the pictures is when I, she got nervous. She was nervous. The, the <laughs> security was nervous. Apparently like everybody at Bates Motel knew we were coming. And, uh, 
And she took pictures, which you guys saw, and they came out super great. And awesome. then the next week, we drove off to Salem, Massachusetts, and eloped and didn't tell a single soul except uh, her best friend and my best friend. That was it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. The ring was a total surprise. Like, I didn't I didn't expect that because here we had already planned. We already had our wedding bands and planned the marriage. And then he sprung that on me. So that was a total surprise because everybody's like, well, were you engaged? Did you not? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, you know with, and with the days of social media, you know, the funny thing is we're at Bates Mattel and, you know, of course we post, we got engaged and we're like, this is going to be so crazy because seven days from right now we're getting married. <laughs> so it's going to be like, oh, that was a queen of Peter. And it, people were still, I got a text from one of my, an old friend of mine, the day I was getting married, congr- he didn't see it on Facebook, he heard it through the grapevine and he was like, dude, congratulations on your engagement. And I said, thanks, I just got married. And he was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's Sherry and I in a, in a nutshell, pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much how our life is. Just happens. If you're in, you just do it. There, yep. Yeah. Go, go big or go home. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much how our relationship has been. Love it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> All right. Are we ready to get into the fun stuff? Do it. Okay. So we sent each of you five questions to answer about your significant other ahead of time. And we asked that you not share your questions or answers with each other. That is correct. So we will now ask you the questions we asked your spouse, and you must (laughs) guess what their answers were, and then we'll divulge what their response was. I can tell you that after this, Sherry and I will probably be talking divorce. (laughs) (laughs) We're probably going to realize that we know nothing about each other. (laughs) That's bad enough already at birthdays and Christmas. He's like, how can you not know what to get me? I'm like, dude, really? (laughs) Never. All right, we'll strap in. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you going to start with, Sherry or me? All right, we're going to start with Sherry. Um, We asked Chris what your favorite TV show is. What is your answer? I don't even watch TV hardly. The news? I don't know. Um, Hold on. Is it like a sitcom, something we watch together, or is it something I just watch? Because I don't watch anything. How's this feel? <laughs> this is a good start. What, what, what do you think my answer would be? That's the question. See, this is see, I'm getting a lawyer on the phone tomorrow. <laughs> I have like a one eight hundred right here. Um, um, cooking shows, I guess. I don't know. Um, do we watch it together, or is that you talking to me? Like, why only watch TV with you? Both. No, that's not true. What's that name of that show we watch now that I like? Oh, boy. That funny one. What's the name of it with um, Shrek's face in it? No, two kids? No. You guys are cheating. I don't even know the names of things I watch because I don't watch TV unless I... He always has the remote, so I just watch whatever he puts on. And I don't... Trust me, she's going to be mad when you say the answer. Go ahead. Tell her the answer. Chris said, Impractical Jokers. Oh, my God. I forgot about them. Yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, I love them. They're funny. Yeah, yeah. see? See? That, yeah, yeah. But see, I don't think about it because I don't want it. Yeah. If I'm miserable and just feel like laughing, I put them on. They can make you laugh no matter what mood you're in. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right, Sherry. We asked Chris, what is the worst gift that you've ever given him? What do you think his answer was? Oh, my God. Dude, you're killing me. Um, Hopefully, you don't say something that he was proud of. You. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god come on Sherry we need know. a win here shoes sneakers 
Oh, you... sneakers. Did you ever give me sneakers for Christmas? Did I? No. <laughs> slippers. There you yeah. go. Slippers. Very good. Slippers like two years ago. That's right. Oh, that's right. I hate those fucking things. <laughs> See, I forgot I got him slippers. I am horrible. Are you wearing them now, Chris? <laughs> no, I am not. Dude. No, I have sneakers on. That's another thing. We'll sit here, like, instead of people, like, normal people walk around the house in socks and bare feet and shit. Well, he's, he has to put his sneakers on. Like, why are you sitting here watching TV? Like, put your sneakers on. Isn't that uncomfortable to just sit here in your sneakers? Don't derail the conversation. I'm, not, I'm just saying. This is their, this is their show. This wool, isn't our show. I'm in wool socks. You're sitting there in shorts and fucking sneakers. <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay, Sherry. We asked Chris what your dream job would be. What do you think he said? Do we want to go your dream job for me? <laughs> no, your that dream job. Porn star, probably. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dream job. Your dream job for you. Porn star. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Something probably involving travel or animals. Probably definitely animals. Okay, we'll take it. Chris yeah, said. Chris said, dog walker or caretaker on a ranch with dogs. Oh yeah. Yeah, animals have absolutely. I've told him a million times I would love to have a huge ranch with just animals. Tons of dogs and animals, yeah. I got one. You did? Nice. Well, close nice. Time, yeah. God, God. They gave it to <laughs> All right, next. Sherry, we asked Chris what your catchphrase is. What did he say? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I said fuck You see, we don't know each other at all. <laughs> Fuck is pretty much every other word out of my mouth. I'm always like, but that's not that's not like your catchphrase. You have a phrase you say all the time. Like whatever. Or no, a phrase like a whole sentence. A whole sentence. Yes. Next time I can form a sentence. Oh my god. <laughs> a whole sentence. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> is, that, is that the sentence, or are you asking for real? <laughs> exactly. That's the, are you fucking kidding me? I say that a lot. Give her the answer. <laughs> the answer is holy shit balls, Rocky. Oh, holy shit balls, Rocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I say holy shit balls, Rocky. Holy I shit balls, even put I even Rocky. put parentheses. I have no idea what it means. You just say it all the time. <laughs> I do. I do say it all the time. I say probably every day. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I wasn't thinking along. I was thinking like a more form. Like, You're thinking too much. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I do. I analyze everything. Didn't I say that? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we totally balance each other out. <laughs> we got the same thing going on over here. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but Ken doesn't wear sneakers in the house. <laughs> Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sherry. We asked Chris who normally wins an argument. Oh, he, uh, um, I like think I do. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Once in a while, I'll give it to him, but I don't know. Stay your answer. It's okay. Who wins an argument? <sighs> See, I'm thinking into it. How many? You are just. Win? You are. You're not. Yeah, just yeah. You think way too much about it. Yeah, I do. So. Chris said, I her, think, for yeah. sure. We don't typically think, argue. We sometimes bicker, but when we do, she does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
right because he just lets me have it. Just like I'll just let him have it. It's like it's not it's just okay, whatever. <laughs> Chris's thing though is he what he says to me if like a little bicker like that. And it, this drives me nuts and I probably shouldn't tell him it drives me nuts because I'll do it more. But it's funny to be like, okay, whatever makes you sleep at night. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucker. <laughs> that makes you feel better, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's right. Hey, Gooms is Sophie, what's up? It's Tom Lorenzo from Blood Feast. You guys asking to call in and leave a message for uh, Chris and Sherry on, uh, for the newlywed episode you're doing this week coming up. And it's Dave uh, Slate from Blood Feast, working on the new record, laying down my bass tracks for the last two weeks. But I uh, just wanted to give them a quick hello and wish them the best. And they had to go sneak off to their Halloween, their yearly Halloween uh trip and sneak there and get a loaf without telling anybody and then letting us know on Facebook. So I thought that was pretty good. So but that's their style anyway. So uh, Chris and Sherry, you guys are great. I love you together. And uh, I'm wishing you the best, of course. Can't wait to get Chris in the studio and his tracks down. And uh, just wishing them the best. So uh, cheers to you guys. Thrash on. Happy New Year. Okay. All right, Chris. We asked Sherry. Right, we asked Sherry, "What is your silliest fear?" What do you think her answer was? My silliest fear? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not so easy, is it, bud? No, <laughs> no, my God, no. I think I was thrown off because I thought the questions were the same. Ah, uh, see, you guys throw monkey wrenches into things. Um, <laughs> my silliest fear. That would have been an easy one for me. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll just throw I don't even know. I'll throw it out there. Zombie apocalypse? Uh, the answer was ghosts. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I wasn't going to I wasn't gonna go down that road, but okay. They know, they saw Oh yeah, yeah. He'll walk off the bed, like literally turn the cameras on. I'll look over and think he's watching one of his shows or something and he's watching the cameras downstairs oh my god the orbs I'm like, I'm like will you turn the evil lady I'm like you're freaking yourself out it's like then I'll ask him to run downstairs and get something for me yeah no <laughs> yeah okay that, that was a good one that was a good one okay we asked Sherry what your worst habit is what do you think she said my worst habit it has to be biting my nails mm. oh god seriously <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about the, I forgot about the nails because this one is worse. What's it? Okay, go ahead. What is it? Chewing, crunching ice. Oh, shit. I did. I fucking nails. And you yes, know what? you guys hate that. Your mother agreed on me with that one. Yeah. 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 Guys are nuts. Yeah. That's a good one. Apparently, it drives your mother nuts, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, does that mean you can bite into ice cream? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. But now I'm going to have to have ice cream and like, no. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't leaving the house. Now he's running to Wawa. Yeah, now I'm running to Wawa. I got ice cream. Uh, no, I don't. No. That's a great question. I never really thought about it. But I do chew ice. I love to chew on ice. And it drives her insane. <laughs> uh, it, just like the thought of it makes me cringe and gives me goosebumps. <laughs> it's just like you want to knock his teeth out so he can't chew ice. <laughs> <laughs> not annoying at all. <laughs> How's it going, babe? How's it going? How's it going? All right, Chris, we asked Sherry, 
Who is your celebrity crush? What was her answer? <laughs> My celebrity crush. I would have to say my newest crush. Damn. I would say my newest crush is Diana Prince or Darcy the Mail Girl. You got it. Nailed it. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's my newest crush. <laughs> I, I know it. Wait, hold on. I'm looking at my phone. Yeah, you originally gave us Elvira, Elvira and then I think you thought about oh. it for a second. And I think I did say your newest. Oh, uh, yeah, my newest. See? Nice. I, See, she does yeah. know me. Yeah. Are you kidding? We're getting Darcy's shit in the mail. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So he opens this envelope he gets. He takes out this autographed picture of Darcy to Chris. You know, autographed. And I'm like, really? He's uh, like, yeah, well, it's for charity. I'm like, okay, it's for charity. <laughs> Even though they are running a charity thing, which is great. And I'm laughing because he orders so much shit. And then his other one comes, he's like, well, this one's autographed to both of us. <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck did you get autographed to both of us? I'm like, so when we get divorced, does that mean I get that picture? He's like, hell no. <laughs> Cut her name out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was putting on... My name on things so you don't look so creepy. Yes, I, I felt creepy with her too. So if everybody put her name on it, it won't be as creepy. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, Chris, we asked Sherry, what is one thing you will never, ever agree on? Ooh, one thing we will never, ever agree on. <sighs> What'd you do? Forget that you put it? Uh, one thing we will never ever agree on. <laughs> Why look at me? Because she's looking at me like you should know, asshole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell you the answer now. <laughs> one thing we should we never agree on. Wow. Wow. Uh, I'll just take a shot in the dark. Um. Do I get a hint? Nope. Okay, no hints. Uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, one thing we will never agree on. Oh my God. I don't even know. Thank God there's no timer on this. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a long show too. Uh, one thing we don't agree on. You're thinking too much. I know. I know I am. I so it's know I am. Easy <sighs> is it the way you drink champagne out of a bottle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you liked that. The <laughs> uh, one thing, well, um, there is no shame here, not at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if it's one. I don't know what. Obviously, I don't know what her answer is, but I will say doing projects around the home. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. I should, yeah, I should, I should have came up with that one. You're right. Yeah. We get more done sneaking into it separately than we do together. Yeah. <laughs> in with my answer if you think about it uh yes okay what's her answer sherry said 99.9 percent .9 of the time i am always right 
Son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, listen, that kind of does tie in with the answer. So, yeah. She thinks she's right. So, if he was just listening to me, we were to put things, do things, then we wouldn't be arguing around the house. That's pretty good. That was good. That was good. That was a good answer. That was a good answer. All right, Chris. We asked Sherry, who is most likely to admit when they are wrong? Oh, that's easy. That'd be me. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Totally. I have no problem. Yeah, I have no problem. <laughs> yep. We should have thought about that a little more, given her answer for number four. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true. If she's right 99.9% of the time, he has no exactly. choice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What, what was was her answer me for sure? Yes. Yeah. Yep. She said, uh, him, I will analyze the shit out of everything to be sure I'm 100% wrong, then totally admit it. <laughs> listen, that is, listen, I'll give you, I'll, I will give you a little secret. If she comes, if I, let's just say I did something wrong. If she comes to me and she'll ask me and she'll go, think of your answer, because if I'm asking you, I already know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> because... See number four. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> if she's asking, I already know she knows. <laughs> That's how we roll. All right. And you know, yeah, pretty much. It's not like just me. It's, are you like that? It's like pretty much up, you know. I think it's a female thing. Yeah, I think it is. Absolutely. <laughs> we have to be 100% correct that we're wrong before we'll admit we're wrong. Yes, dear. Because we're not going down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of fight. And then Ken doesn't care if he's right or wrong. He's just like, yeah, I'm wrong. Shut, sh Just shut up. Shut up, please. That's <laughs> <laughs> how Chris is, too. He's like, whatever. Whatever <laughs> makes it easy just whatever. to move on. Right. <laughs> so like you said, we don't fight much, but some it's just the ribbon getting at each other. Like, it's fun. Just fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah. we're the same yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, we're like dogs. One of us has to bark last just to get the last word. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So true. Well, that was fun. All right, we have three questions for both of you at the end. Oh, oh no! Awesome. These aren't. Oh, wow. These are not relationship questions. Okay. They're just. I think we kind of uh, asked you some of this last time we talked, Chris. Okay. At the end. Our nonsense questions. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're nonsense. Oh, my God. You guys haven't done this in a while. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. If a Smurf starts to choke, what color will it become? <laughs> <laughs> purple? That's what I would have said. Yeah, I like right, purple. Right, purple. Yeah, I would think purple. Or, or would it go white? I was going to say white. Maybe it'll go back to white. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, bro. We got to get a hold of a Smurf to try this on. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Do you have any body paint? I'll paint you blue. And then turn it all <laughs> Don't try this at home, folks. <laughs> okay. Why do we say after dark when really we actually mean after light? Oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna sit here and think of that tonight. Yeah, I'll watch the sunset. I don't know. That's a great question. Do you have that answer? Or, oh, no. These are just your nonsense questions. Maybe it's like what goes on after it gets dark. So after dark. like Yeah, but hmm. once it gets dark. Oh, yeah. So after yeah, dark, like yeah. what goes on after I don't know. Dark? That's don't a know. great question. But I don't think that's an answer. Just my analyzing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm analyzing just tearing it, it apart, yeah, breaking yeah. it down. Yeah. 
That's a good response. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Really? Yeah, that was good. All right. The last one is, why is it when people are asked what they would bring to a deserted island, they never answer a boat? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 That's funny because my answer is usually the first Van Halen record. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's fantastic! <laughs> that's a great question, dude. That is a great question. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, we have to remember that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so no, absolutely, boat, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like a boat. Duh. Who wants to call that? <laughs> I know. I'd be like, I don't know, like a fire, a lighter, a fire stick. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. Green beans. <laughs> glow, glow sticks. <laughs> Close sticks. <laughs> so true. What kind of <laughs> island are you going to? What the hammer so I can make fantasy a island? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a great question. That was fun. Yeah, that was different. <laughs> Good questions. Well, thank you guys. Thanks very much thank for you. playing along. Yeah, you guys Thank are, you. this is our first time doing uh, the newlywed bit, so we enjoy you guys playing along. Oh, thank you guys so much for asking me. Yeah, thanks so much. Us. So yeah, fun. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, you must be like a some kind of comfort zone for us because you're always our first. You were our first <laughs> thank interview you. outside it means, of it like... It means a lot. It means a lot. Yeah, I like well, to tell them the same thing too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure in a different context though. <laughs> <laughs> he likes when he hears that. That's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yes, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. It was a ton of fun. Thanks for hanging with us. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday and happy, happy new year. Yeah, you guys too. Love you both. Thank you, guys. Love you too. Love Bye, you Sherry. Too. Bye. See you guys. Take care, guys. Bye. Hey, everyone. This is Mick Michaels, guitarist of Corners of Sanctuary and co host of The Cosmic Voice. I wanted to wish Chris and Sherry congratulations on finally tying the knot. Took you long enough, brother. They say a good marriage is like a fine wine. With time, it just gets better and better. Uh, or was that cheese? Well, anyways, my best to both of you for a wonderful and happy ever after, together forever. Oh, and by the way, here comes a shameless plug. Be sure to check out Corners of Sanctuary's new album, Heroes Never Die, on RFL Records, and Season 2 of The Cosmic Voice, starting January 12th at thecosmicvoice.com. Music, talk. And nothing but business. That was a ton of fun. It was. A whole different side of Chris Natalini that we would have never have known yep, if it yep. wasn't for Sherry. Yeah. <laughs> Those two are great. That was, that was so much fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, who would have thought that Chris relaxes in his sneakers? Right. And who would have thought that Sherry sips champagne eloquently but, out of the bottle and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about no the judgment by the way no, no shame no judgment no. but i was thinking <laughs> about the sneakers thing yeah so i dropped an amp on my toe the other day if i was wearing sneakers in the house <laughs> I, I wouldn't have fucked up my foot but if some ghost is coming after you you probably want some sneakers on Oh, you think that's why he did it? Maybe. We got to ask him. <laughs> He's always got to be prepared to run for the zombie apocalypse yep. or paranormal activity. That's right. If Casper's <laughs> coming after you. You want to fucking get the hell out of there. <laughs>
Oh, so fun. Um, all right. So we got to wrap this up. Yeah, of course. So um, everyone knows by now, Chris Natalini is the vocalist of Seeds of Perdition and Blood Feast. So it's only fitting that we end the show with a couple of jams, right? That's right. We're going to hear Seeds of Perdition with Addicted to Blood. And then we're going to end with Blood Feast by The Slice. Until next time, stay safe, stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And do the right thing, folks. Always have your pet rocks spayed or neutered.
what is cream on the inside, clean on the outside? I don't know what. No, that's the answer. It's like a Jeopardy. <laughs> Jeopardy. <laughs> no, Jeopardy. we're not doing this. <laughs> no. No. Oh.